So you're saying to yourself, yo, sir, dude, I wanted to see Kevin Smith in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but the motherfucker sold out. Well, after I shed a tear for you, I highly recommend bookmarking csmod.com. That's the place on the worldwide interwebs to see all upcoming Smodco shows, updated with linky links to Tiki Tickets. Say it with me, baby. csmod.com. Nice. Ooh, I just got a little hard there. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. I am a green olive queen. I'm a man hunter. I'm a lover of me. I'm a wolverine. You're over me. I'll open you clean. I love it. BPRD. There's a creepy geek. I got a pool drawer at the comic book store. I got a discount. When I want Alan Moore or the mark with the mouth. That's what I'm all about. More green. That's one thing. I'm going to play the geek out. Experts of everything and nothing. What's up, y'all? Matt Cohen, and welcome to another fun-packed edition of Bagged and Boarded. You're joining us for a uh, Experts of Everything and Nothing episode, which means... I put out a list of things on the internet that I was a fan of, hoping that people would respond and want to chat to me about. Um, and, we, and that's going to happen right now. So without further ado, uh, I have been a fan of all things Japanese since the day I first saw my uh, neighbor Totoro when I was like eight, I'm going to say. And um, the love has grown since then through all things anime and manga and my current all-encompassing obsession with One Piece, and I, I've been actually uh, learning Japanese. I'm a giant fan of the Japanese culture. I read Japanese history books. Uh, I read Japanese blogs. I'm pretty up-to-date on what it's like over there nowadays. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big uh, Japanophile, folks, and um, I wanted to talk to someone about what it, all things Japanese, and luckily, uh, a gentleman emailed me who said he'd been living in Tokyo for for like a decade at that point, and he had a he had a finger firmly implanted on the pulse of all things uh, hip and cool over there. So, without further ado, uh, we're gonna get right into it. This is a uh, bagged and boarded experts of everything and nothing. Japan, take it away, me. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, dude? All right, folks, here he is the man of the hour. We're joined by Johnny from Japan. How you doing, man? Uh, pretty good, man. A little early, but I'm doing all right. It is. We should get off right off the bat. You were generous enough to take the fucking brunt of the time zone on this one. It is uh five <laughs> five p.m. Los Angeles time. What time is it for you? Um, it's ten twenty six in the morning, so it's not that early. But I had a long night, so for me, it's a little early. Right on. We all know how those Japanese like to party, dude. This is so fucking cool for me. First off, I want to thank you for uh, for volunteering uh, for this one for the expert thing. Hey, man, no problem, dude. I put out a call. For those of you who don't know, I put out a call on uh, on Twitter for um, and kind of the, the podcast in general saying there's there's a few subjects that I'm obsessed with. And, they, you know, I, I consider myself maybe an amateur expert. And I, I re- reached out to folks who uh, 
who could chime in and have a conversation with me. And you were the first one to volunteer for the Japan episode, dude. Now, for, oh. uh, for everyone listening, we can already tell you're you're a gaijin. We know that. So where are you yeah. from? Where are you from before Japan, dude? Where, where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Detroit, and uh, from Detroit, I went to school in San Francisco. And uh, San Francisco, from there I came to Japan, and I've been here for about, uh, well, since 2003. I think that's like seven, eight, so maybe about, nine years. Yeah, about eight or nine years already. Now, uh, so you grew up, growing up in Detroit, that's very yeah. that's very specific to that experience. Like, Detroit's its own fucking country in itself, right? Well, when I grew up there, I didn't think so. But when I came to California, then I realized how different it was from the rest of the world. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> so you kind of got this crazy culture shock when you moved to San Fran, and then, yeah. and then you got the ultimate culture shock when you moved to Japan. Now, what, what brought you over, uh, to Japan to begin with, man? Um, to be honest and stuff, um, I wasn't really, really interested in like, uh, the Japanese culture at the moment, at that time and stuff. Like, um, I, I basically had a lot of friends who are Japanese because in San Francisco, uh, I went to an academy of our college and, um, there's a lot of Japanese kids that go to that school, at least at that time. So I, I developed a lot of friendships and stuff and, um, after a while and stuff, after graduating and working and stuff, I lost my job due to the economy. What, were you, what were you doing out there? Do you mind us asking or? No, no, you can ask me anything you want, man. What do you do uh, for a living, dude? At that time and stuff, I was, uh, during the day, I was an art director at an advertising company. Okay. And then at night, I was organizing like, uh, like raves and nightclub events and stuff right like on. that. So ver- ver- very cool shit though. So, so that kind of dried up with the economy. What made you think Japan? If you were just the fact that you had Japanese friends or? Well, yeah, I just had to get out of the States, man. I had this girlfriend. That, uh, <laughs> That's so fucking awesome. We broke what, up and shit, right? You better have yeah. a good story to come up with, to, to line up with that, man. I had to get out of the oh, States. <laughs> dude, all right, all right. Well, basically, like, yeah, I was dating her for five years. And then after, like, she broke up with me to focus on her job, basically focusing on her job was focusing on my friends, if you know what I mean. And yeah. Shit. So basically, I had to get as far away from San Francisco as possible. Because San Francisco is kind of a small community you know it's like really kind of like condensed and shit, totally so. it's weird like that it's a big city but it's a it's a real kind of it, it's just got that small town mentality to it in a lot of ways yeah which is actually quite nice to be honest you know dude i love san francisco i mean if you're hey if your chick hadn't started fucking everyone else you should have stayed there <laughs> but you yeah. didn't and you, and yeah. so you moved to japan did you move to tokyo hmm. uh basically i stayed at my friend's house um he, his family's really wealthy so he had this huge house which is right outside tokyo about like do you know Shibuya? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, dude, I'm obsessed with all things Japanese. Like, <laughs> uh, okay, well, for the people that don't know, Shibuya is like kind of like the heart of Tokyo. Shibuya, Shinjuku. You've probably seen every time you watch uh, like a show about Japan, that that big intersection, the Hachichiko Crossing. Yeah, the biggest one in the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's Shibuya. I lived about maybe 30 minutes away from there. So. Okay. Yeah, I was there all the time. So what was it like? Let's let's talk about the first day though, dude. You get on a plane from San Fran. You're you're yeah. you're a rave kid, so that obviously means you're kind of a counterculture type of fellow. You're moving to what's considered like the most alien of every culture on the planet compared to kind of a Western mentality. Yeah. So you get on the flight. It's like fucking eighteen hours. What's it like when you land there? What's your first day like in Japan, dude? Was it just the weirdest thing ever? Did you immediately dig it? Well, I I went to Japan a couple of times before that, just visiting. But on my first day, uh, yeah, my friend met me at the airport, and uh, we went to Masashi Kosi, where his family lives and stuff. 
And um, actually, it was kind of weird because as I was there and stuff, we were going down like this, these steps in Musashi Kosuke, and they had these vending machines. And behind the vending machines, there's a guy lying down that was masturbating, right? <laughs> when I saw that, dude, I was like, oh, shit. You're like, I'm home. Cold, yeah, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm home, dude. Fuck. Yeah. So fucking after seeing that and shit, we went to his folks' place. Or, oh, no, we went to a restaurant. We went to a restaurant where I met his folks. And um, yeah, are you are you into really Japanese? Are you into Japanese food? Oh yeah! Oh god! Yeah, that would yeah. Ha- that would help. I'm sure, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can eat horse and uh, natto and all that shit. Yeah, dude. They the natto like the shit they eat make on Iron Chef every week. I'm like, they just inv- that's not a fucking food that anyone eat. No one eats urchin roe, yo. Oh no, they do. They oh they eat everything, dude. Uh, so, oh yeah. So so you kind of had a sweet setup. You got to stay with like a fucking wealthy family and like a cool spread in like a dope part of town. So you had yeah. a real good first uh, impression of living there, huh? Oh, uh, dude, I, I, I really, really owe my friend and his family and shit because when I came here, dude, they totally hooked me up, dude. They took me to temples and shrines and every day I had to eat his mom's food. So I, every day I ate traditional Japanese food. So and you kind of, like, you had to become acclimatized to the culture almost immediately because you weren't, you weren't a tourist. You were living with a Japanese family, kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. And at the time, my friend and I were both, uh, 25 at the time. So at, at that time and stuff, we're both still young and we we're DJing and shit. My friend had connections at nightclubs. So daytime, we're doing like mom and pop stuff. And at nighttime, we're just partying and shit. That's dope, I mean, dude. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Now, I mean, maybe we could jump to that a little bit. So you were doing rave stuff in San Fran. Um, yeah. What Now, what is that scene like in Japan? I don't think I think a lot of people have this um preconceived notion. A, uh, and again, this is only because I'm obsessed with all things fucking Japanese. I think people... A, don't really see a differentiation between, like, Japanese and Chinese and Korean as much as they should. Mm-hmm. Like, just based on pure racism, based on the fact that, like, the Japanese culture is so fucking specific to just that country. Like, yeah. Like, nowhere else in the world. But but they also have, like, kind of a thriving fucking head scene, I would almost call it. Like, yes, it's mostly, like, and I, I forget the word, what, uh, office workers? What's the word for it? Oh, Sariman. Sariman, exactly. It, it, it's mostly like dudes in ties on on commuter trains, but there's yeah. like kids with beards and stuff, right? Like, and there's there's oh, yeah. there's nightclubs, and that's the stuff about Japan you would never assume. You would think that everyone is very quiet and polite and and super uh kind of not nervous, but very you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. No, there's definitely that. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people in suits here, dude. Seriously, but I mean, there's still like the underground and then the young culture and shit, which um, which I thrive on, to be honest. And that and, was um, to me that was always the one kind of like I did, and and this is why it's making me so excited to talk to you. Is like I uh-huh. I while I've studied up on everything Japanese possible, I I've never really heard about the counterculture, what it's like today, because yeah. a uh like they hush that shit way the fuck. Like every time I read a fucking article. I, I read a lot of Japanese blogs. It'll be like some Serbian actor who did four commercials got caught with a joint and is getting deported or sent to jail for 30 years. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, it, dude. It, totally. it, it scares me. Like, it kind of the, my whole obsession kind of started with, well, dude, like, I love anime. Maybe Miyazaki mm-hmm. was the jump off. Oh, but, fuck yeah. But recently, like, I've been reading, like, Lafcadio Hearns and, like, uh, Chamberlain and, like, old stuff with, like, I'm obsessed with all things Japanese. I'm learning Japanese on Rosetta Stone. Uh-huh. Um, I watch a lot of Japanese films and stuff, but m- the major block for me was always, and this sounds so fucking lame, but I'm a pothead. <laughs> I'm a pothead, yeah. man. Like, Tokyo, to me, like, Akibara, like, the fucking G- Ghibli Museum, like, fuck you, I'll go to Puro Land if I could get high. That's the whole, and you always read that 
Japan out of any country on the planet is the least pot friendly. Is that true, sir? Yeah, um, yeah, marijuana, well, marijuana is considered, like, heroin, crack, yes. cocaine, yeah, you get caught and stuff, I mean, there's, a, there's so many different, like, punishments of what they can do to you, you can get, like, I mean, three years of, like, solitary confinement, of course you'll get deported. For just uh, a joint, for just a joint, though, right? For anything. For any, yeah. for a, a fucking trace, amount. A, trace Dude, amount. this, there's this celebrity, this, uh, this very, very famous, uh, actress, right? I think her name was, uh, Nami Kumi. I, I forget. It was, she was like some daytime drama actress. She got caught with like point zero 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 one like, uh, of a gram or something. That's like a, a piece something. of fucking dust. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was dust. Like the, the dog picked it up and shit and it was so minute that it was like nothing, right? But she got busted and she went to jail and all sorts of other crazy shit happened to her. But it's, sure. it, it's so weird to me because the culture, like, um, everyone does get drunk almost every fucking night, right? I'm, I'm drinking right now. That's what, and it's, it's fucking 10 a.m. But especially, yeah. <laughs> especially like the, the Japanese, like the salary men and stuff, like all they do is go out to, to fucking little teppanaki bars after and fucking just get trashed, right? Well, that's all like a lot of like, like bad shit and crime happens and shit because people get so overly wasted that they just do like totally bizarre fucked up shit. Now, right? do you think part of that has to do with the fact that like motherfuckers can't smoke a joint if they want to? Like your only option, if you if and it seems like no, you got to tell me what the scene is like though, dude. So yeah. are are you a pot smoker? Uh. Currently, no, but in the states, yeah. Okay. In Japan, like I don't want to fuck with it, you know. Totally. Is is it that scary <laughs> over there? Well, it's not that scary. It's just like get this. Like, all right. Let's say, let's say, um, everything, I'm at a party. everything I've read online, like, and I've done fucking research on this shit. They're like, the sure. one, the one place you could find pot is from an Arab dude in Rapongi. And that just sounds so sketchy to me. Well, not, you know, yeah, that, I mean, they're usually, uh, Iranian. So that's what Iranian it, yeah. and stuff. And how it works, do you want me to tell you how to get Please, yeah. Oh, dude, please. I would, like, that's the, I've been talking about this for years. I have had David, I've had people on my show who've lived in Japan and they've kind of skirted around it. Like, I want to know the straight truth on what the weed situation is in my favorite country on the fucking planet. Uh, wait, do you know about Spice? No, hit me. Okay, all right. Well, first let me tell you about Spice. All right, let's start off with weed, then we'll go to Spice. I'm excited now. All right, let's start with weed first. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, basically, the one way to get weed, and I'm not saying that I do this. I'm of not course. saying that, but this is just how it's done, right? We also haven't given out your real name, so it don't even fucking matter. But go ahead. And, uh, and the Japanese government does listen to this podcast. I'll have you know, they're huge oh, fans. Oh, thank God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, basically, you got to know somebody who can like vouch for you, right? And and that that person that you get to know, whatever, you got to find him through like maybe uh, a bar in Rapongi or. Maybe, maybe somewhere in Shibuya or something. Maybe like, uh, there's like a bar called the Hub, right? Okay. And it's like kind of like this chain bar, right? It's like this really generic kind of like dirty kind of, um, British pub kind of place, right? And then if there's Iranian guys there, right? You can like talk to them and then, or you get to know somebody that knows these guys, right? And what happens is you get a phone number. You call up the phone number, right? Like maybe, uh, from your cell phone, from pay phone, and you call it up and stuff. And then basically you say what you want, and then they tell you a time and a station. So you go to that station, oh, station could be like fucking, 30 minutes away, this right? This is terrifying. Yeah. And you go there, and, and obviously you stick out. You're like the foreign guy, right? And then some guy comes up to you. And Another like, foreign guy. Yeah. 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 Well, an Iranian guy comes up to you, and like basically you, you walk and you do an exchange, and then you go your separate ways. 
But what's happening is the cops are catching on. I had this one friend that got busted, right? But she got busted with speed. But still, it's the same thing. Speed, weed, it's, it's the all the same. same. They don't, it's the same. Heroin, speed, weed, it's all the same thing to the government, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so if you're going to get busted, you might as well get busted for crack. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Go fucking hard, right? So Yeah, right. So, the, the like, there's no Japanese weed dealers, like, some friendly fucking otaku and, like, some fat kid with, like, a fucking Dragon Ball Z t-shirt who'll come over and hang out with me for a while. Like, that's my dream in life, dude. No, dude, no. Like, I, I, I've never heard of a Japanese uh, weed dealer or drug dealer. I'm, I'm sure there are tons. And actually, I'm, I went to this one party in Rapongi and stuff. It was, like, this trance party. And my friend is friends with, like, uh, these Yakuza guys, right? And at this this party and stuff, they're only letting p- certain people in, right? And I I was friends with my friend who's British, and he's friends with this Yakuza guy, right? And we went in there and shit, and, like, this is, like, a club that's, like, downtown Rapongi and shit, and this is last year. And fucking everybody who's either a gangster or a hostess, right? Yeah, yeah. And fucking, and there's lines to go into the bathroom, right? And it was kind of like that, that Family Ties, like, episode with, like, <laughs> like Mike Seaver and shit, where, like, there's, like, a line in the, going to the bathroom, there's, like, the drug episode. No, totally. Everybody is going in there to do, like, cocaine. But in this party, everybody is going into the bathroom to do, like, all God knows what, right? So, yeah, it was crazy. So, I mean, it is there, you know, but you just kind of got to dig for it. I'm sure you'd probably have no problem. Well, well, that, but I'd be f- afraid, dude. Like, and I've read the other thing. It seems to I seem to see is like sumo wrestlers oh. are the potheads of Japan. It seems like like every oh, other yeah. week a sumo is getting arrested for fucking weed. Well, it hasn't happened recently. They're now getting busted for gambling. But um, about a year and a half ago, a couple of uh, there was no, that was big like, bust, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got busted. One had one had a joint that was in his wallet that was folded up. So he got like a random search. Sometimes the cops randomly search like foreigners, right? And basically, yeah, they pulled on his wallet and there it was. So he got busted and then from, well, basically, okay, if you go to jail in Japan, they keep you awake, like they can hold you or detain you for 23 days, right? Okay. And you'll be in jail. And what they do is they don't let you eat, sleep, or drink. And they have a light in your face and they just ask you questions for hours at a time. See, that, until you just cave, right? And I've read shit like this. That seems so contrary to everything else about Japanese society. Am I wrong? No. Well, you know, I mean, you take the good with the bad with any country, any place and stuff. And I, and, I mean, it's... Just the way it is here, I guess. I guess That's, so, yeah. And people, ex- people accept it though. Like, like you would get, you get ratted every, t- it seems like every time someone gets busted for pot, someone called the cops because someone was smoking pot. Well, maybe. I think, I don't know how they get busted, but yeah, they get busted one way or another. But when one guy gets busted, they, they, they give him the third degree times 10 and shit. And pretty much he rats on a bunch of his friends. So it really, so. it really does seem like it's not worth it to even fuck with it. Well, it's not worth it in my case. You know, I mean, I've got too much to lose. I've That's been here I for mean. so long. Do so, you ever, but... do you ever come across like at a party or do, now, do you still do, you still do nightclub stuff and DJing and rave stuff? Um, I, I DJed most of the time, uh, that I've been here until, except for the last like year and a half. I switched to like live painting. Right on, dude. But in terms of, in terms of the DJing, like these kids, like the counterculture kids, they're, yeah. they're not doing drugs over there for the most part. No, they are. They are. I think, I mean, weed is becoming more and more popular. And it's like, uh, well, when I first came here, a lot of people didn't even know what it smelt like. Totally. You know, Cause, it, cause it, didn't, it didn't come to like the fucking sixties or seventies, right? Like, yeah, but even like, like, like 10 years ago and stuff, like uh, I go to a club, you know, and I would smell it and I'm like, Oh, somebody's sparking up. Right. But these days, these days there's like a big kind of like crackdown on like all drugs and shit. So pretty much like, yeah, weed is like, 
Now what you, you, can, you can find it, but but it's it, but it's, really it's, it sounds like finding fucking heroin. You've got to get on like the fucking Midnight Express and like go to a train station and meet an Iranian dude. Like that's so the yeah. op- opposite of what any stoner wants to deal with before they go buy manga toys. Um, well, that's why spice is becoming really popular. Now what is spice? You mentioned spice. I have no idea what that is. Okay, spice. <laughs> <laughs> spice. Okay. Um, when I first came here, mushrooms were legal, right? And, uh, you wow. buy mushroom. Yeah, because that's yeah, my no. favorite drug. If I had known that, I would just come to Japan and trip. I didn't, like, psychosyllabin was legal in Japan? Yeah, yeah. Mushrooms were, Ill- were legal. And then until, like, I think it was like seven years ago, they made it illegal. And once they did that, what happened was all these little shops, these legal drug, quote, quote, like, shops started popping up all over the place, right? And they were selling, like, all sorts of, like, chemicals that like, came in these weird little bottles and shit. And these little packets are herbs. And then the herbs, they kind of look like trans flyers. But it's not like a trans flyer. It's like all like, like 3D and shit like that and stuff. It's actually like, like a little packet. Like a little package of of herbs. Yeah. Yeah. Herbs, right? And you smoke these herbs or you drink like the little potion drink and stuff and you get fucked up. So it's like a legal high. It's like what, it's like the salvia thing that's happening over here where you could buy it at like a head shop. It's legal. It's a, um, it's an herbal. It's like an herbal weed kind of substitute sort of thing. Is that like they used to, they used to sell these in the back of high times. It was like fucking tincture of opium and like this and Uh, this and this, like little jars and vials. That's what all the kids are doing. Well, not all the kids, but like a lot of kids and stuff. And they're popping up all over the place. Like, uh, I live in Shimokitazawa. Do you know Shimokita? I don't. It's kind of like more, it's like, all right, 15 minutes away from Shibuya, but it's more of like, a bohemian kind of like artist. Oh, that's cool. Like, so you're in, you're in like the like hippie the hippie part of fucking Tokyo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of like that, right? And uh, we just had one like a uh, spice shop that opened up, right? And pretty much when you walk in there, it's just like this empty room with a table, and on the table is all these like flyers, right? And then all the flyers, like there's like fifty different kinds, right? And they all look like rave flyers, like I said. And you just point to the one that you want. And then for like forty bucks for a thousand yen, the guy will give you a little packet, and you go home, you roll it up. You smoke it and you get fucked up, dude. This shit is just fucking insane. I might come to Japan, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like that sounds, (laughs) and it sounds, it's so fucking stupid that like I need weed to enjoy Japan, (laughs) but it just seems like the stuff I want to see there is like built for weed. Like the most fucking weed, you know what I mean? Well, I I don't know, man. If I can, if you come here for the first time, you probably don't need drugs. Like when I first came here, I didn't do shrooms or anything, dude. I was like, it was that trippy just walking around. (laughs) Just walking around, I felt like I was on shrooms. I'm well, like, now, oh my god! Let's say, and you mentioned balls. before, like, so the the big thing is being noticed. Like, you'd be noticed as a foreigner. Now, uh, I like I'm getting Gaijin tattooed on my wrist because I fucking love the concept of a cur- people cursing me out in another language. The, you are a Gaijin, right? And there aren't many of you. What's it like being a Gaijin in Japan? No, I don't know. I'm in Tokyo, so there there is so a it's lot of better, like, right? Yeah, there's a lot of foreigners and stuff. Gaijin actually means like non-Japanese or it's, no Japanese blood. So like, if somebody's Chinese, they're Gaijin. Any, any, any out, it just, I think it means outsider, like outside from or something. Yeah, it's just, yeah, exactly. But. Like no blood, yeah. There aren't, like, if you're in a, if you're in a room of a hundred people, are there any other white people in there? Um, well, if you're in Shibuya or Shinjuku, yeah, you'll definitely see foreigners all over the place. But if you go more to like, I mean, even in my area, every so often I'll see like a foreigner. But um, I mean, it's not like there's like no foreigners. Totally. I mean, but just, do you do you notice like people looking at you when you walk anywhere? Uh, not so much in Tokyo. I mean, yeah. But like when I went to the north, I went to the north side to like uh, Niigata, which is kind of like Alaska. Yeah, it's like the snowy part. Yeah. 
Yeah, and wherever I went and stuff, you know, girls are giggling and stuff, and people are like, oh my god, look It's at like the shit, National you know? Geographic videos, where, like, people are, like, following you down the street and pointing and giggling, like... Yeah, yeah, but Tokyo's not like that at all. I mean, there, there's enough foreigners here where it's like, no, no big problem. Then again, like, after the earthquake, most of the foreigners took off and shit. Well, not... Well, yeah, probably about a good most. percentage, I didn't see right? Yeah. Time. Yeah. I stuck around, but, um, yeah, a lot left. Like, my company, a lot of people left. What that was, was crazy... It? I don't know if you want to get into it, but what was it? What sure. was that whole thing like, man? Was it fucking it, it, being inside that? Uh, well, when the earthquake hit, well, the first one when it hit and stuff, it was really shocking. I was like on my bed watching like South Park, and fucking all of a sudden, like, all, like I got a lot of paintings and shit and pictures, and they all started falling off my walls and stuff started like breaking in my uh, kitchen, and I and you could just tell that that was like the big one, right? So I grabbed my my wallet, my passport, and I just jumped outside. Outside, all my neighbors are just like, I don't know if they're either freaked out from the earthquake or freaked out from seeing that that I was living in their neighborhood, but everybody <laughs> was pretty freaked out, right? So, yeah, that was pretty crazy. After the earthquake was actually more scary than the earthquake itself. With because, all the radiation stuff, right? Oh, dude, like all the French people and all the German people left Japan, right? Like all my French friends are calling me up being like, Johnny, we are leaving. It was nice <laughs> to know you. We see you next time. Like in the they, other life, they were leaving you know? permanently. They were like, we're done. Yeah, some were leaving permanently, wow. and others are just leaving, right? A lot of people left permanently. Like, uh, I think in my company, my department at that time, I think maybe, like, maybe 10 people left permanently. Like, moved out of like, Japan forever. Yeah, like, within, like, a couple of days. Dude, my apartment, a lot of the Japanese people who are living in this area, in my apartment building and stuff, they left. They went back to, like, the, the countryside where they're from and shit. My landlord came to me and stuff. He's like, we're lowering your rent like $100 and stuff. <laughs> and it's like, are you going to stay? I'm like, yeah, I'll stay. I mean, yeah. they called it the white flight at first, right? And then they called it flygene, like flying away. <laughs> That's funny, flygene. I didn't yeah. even think about that. What, so, yeah. like, be, what are the immediate cultural differences? What were the hardest things to get used to at first? In Japan? Yeah. Um, I think the trains were probably the most difficult thing to, I still, I don't, I try not to use the trains. I ride a bike everywhere I go just because the trains suck. Now, now I heard that they were, they were incredibly efficient. Why do they suck? No, no, the trains are extremely efficient. Like They're they run to, they run to the second, right? Yeah. That's yeah, true. yeah. But the thing is they're overly, overly crowded. Like they're so packed. Like yeah, yeah. Like, I've like, seen shot. I've seen shots of a a train door closing, and the con the conductors are literally shoving people in to try to close the door, like really hard, like yeah. forcefully pushing people inside the train. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's a daily thing. That's that's totally normal. You'll get that during morning rush hour and even evening rush hour and shit. It's like imagine being squished as possible as much as you possibly can with your arms folded. We're like you're at the point where like if you lift up your feet. You, you can just kind of like float there, right? But imagine that times 10, right? So you're so scratched that like I, I had this one friend and she broke her collarbone. She was like stuck. So like. Wow. I, just just yeah. from riding a train, she broke her collarbone? Yeah, Tomoko. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. That's nuts, dude. So the trains are bad. <laughs> the food didn't take like, do they have American food there? Oh, no. They got like all sorts of like McDonald's American and KFC oh. and shit, right? Yeah, there is McDonald's, there's KFC, we got Burger King, Wendy's is coming back. I mean, if you consider this American food, yeah, we yeah. got it. <laughs> but do they, do they have like, um, I mean, do they have like a pizza place or like a fucking burger joint, like a non-chain, do they do that at all or is it mostly seafood? Oh, no, 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 dude, Tokyo, we've got everything here. Like, um, 
that Japan's got its own kind of like uh, fast food restaurants. It's called like Moss Burger. Like Moss Burger. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mountain, Ocean, wait, Mount, M-O-S, Mountain, Ocean, Sky. Yeah, Mountain, Ocean, Sky Burger, right? Is that so, what Moss Burger stands for? I never knew that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's funny. Yeah, it's pretty weird. But um, so anyway, they got like Japanese hamburger shops. They got uh, Japanese Italian restaurants and stuff or noodle shops. Uh, of course, there's ramen and uh, yakisoba, yakitori, yakiniku Typical, and all that and shit. Su- sushi and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got dollar sushi in my neighborhood, so I'm pretty happy. <laughs> well, um, how long did it take for you to learn the language when you first got there? Um, To be honest, like for my first year and a half here, I really studied really hard and stuff to like get the language down. But then like I started working and then like pretty much like I was working during the day and at night I was going to like nightclubs and drinking with my friends and stuff. And so I just stopped like I never went to like school per se, but I watched a lot of TV with my friend's mom and then <laughs> pretty much just kind of like communicating and stuff like that. And then I had this tutor that I was using for a while and um, I picked it up enough where I can get by, but then I just got lazy. I'm like, well, I can pretty much communicate anything I want, you know, so why study kanji? Like, I don't even know that. I know like 50 kanjis. I know hiragana and katakana. But to say that I'm fluent, like if I can like also like bust into like a business meeting and do some kind of like huge negotiation. No, that's not me. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> man, I can hold my own at a bar for quite a long time. But, I mean, what do you what do you speak like your average day? What are you speaking most in Japanese or English? Well, I work at a bar. So during there's like 50 50. Like if I got a Japanese customer and stuff, I'm speaking to him in Japanese, maybe about hobbies, what's he doing and stuff, what's going on, maybe some kind of like, um, uh, uh, I don't know, fight or some shit, like, um, was it mixed martial arts, MMA? Is that big over there? Yeah, yeah, dude. Boxing, MMA, all that shit. Pride. Yeah, it's baseball. really big here. Have you ever been to any of the baseball games? Like the crazy fucking Onitsuka Tiger, like where everyone like sings those songs and like fucking jumps in the river and shit? Yeah, yeah, that's in Osaka, but no, I've never been to a baseball game. They go crazy for that over there, right? The whole country. Oh yeah, people go nuts, man. Well, dude, it's like, are, there's, there's, and again, this is from just like reading blogs every day, but there seems, sure. to be, there's certain things that are just so like, what, do you know the deal with this whole mascot fucking thing? Well, which one? Like how every town has its own mascot. It, you and mean like, like during and, like the summer festivals? And like, they got yeah, the, and they have like a furry costume and like they're on all the brochures and shit and they have like mascot contests, like, Wait, you mean cosplay? No, no, no. Like the actual each town in little prefectures and shit. Usually not in Tokyo, but like out in the country to get oh. tourism. They come up with a town mascot. Like if the town is known for crabs, they have like a crab mascot. And he's on like all the stamps and all like the fucking, you know what I mean? Maps and uh, stuff. I can see that. I could definitely see that. Uh, that's probably more of like uh, the prefectures. No, yeah, yeah, like, like I like said, yeah. Like the states and stuff, yeah. They, they probably have that. Um, I, I've never really paid too much attention to that. What's really. um, what's Japanese TV like? Do you, so, what do you get American channels too? Do you watch mostly Japanese channels? Ah, uh, man. All right. Well, I've got cable, right? So I try to watch. Well, to be honest, I don't watch that much TV right anymore. On. It's mostly like internet shit and downloading and stuff. But, um, yeah, my girlfriend, she watches TV in the morning and stuff. So it's like variety shows. And, Is your girlfriend uh, Japanese? Or? Yeah, I think so. I haven't checked her passport yet, but <laughs> she's <pretty> Japanese. <laughs> right on, dude. Um, so she watches like the Japanese morning shows and stuff like that, where there's like eight people on a panel and they'll show a clip from a movie and they all talk throughout it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, uh, they're called variety shows, but yeah, there's one called, uh, Itomo. And, um, yeah, that's the one that she likes and it's kind of like, 
six or seven celebrities. That's a very famous one, I think. Yeah, I've seen. The, yeah. Like, you always see clips from that one, and like they'll show like thirty seconds from the new fucking uh, Takashi Miike film, but they yeah. talk and like react throughout the entire time they're showing clips, and they, sh- they yeah. it goes split screen. It's kind of awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one with uh, Tomori, the guy with the sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Who did the stuff? They did the thing with B. Takeshi or whatever. I don't. Were, didn't they do something together? Or they're considered uh, they're considered the three kings of comedy or something. Yeah, yeah, dude, that guy is super famous, dude. He's like beyond Donuts, dude. <laughs> like crazy. Well, that's that's the other thing too is the, the Japanese celebrity culture seems so fucking like rampant. Like we think it's crazy. Uh-huh. We have an obsession with it in the West, but you guys have a billion different celebrities we've never heard of, right? And they're always changing. It's kind of like J-pop. It's like in the 1980s. You know how we had those one-hit wonders? Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. It's the same thing here with like celebrities. That were they're always like they're 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 all famous just for being famous. It seems like like you have your big established huge actors and stuff like that. But yeah. But other than that, the majority of celebrities seem to be like just kind of socialites or young. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got like the big ones that do like they they sing, they 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 dance, they do acting and stuff like. Like who's who's like the Tom Cruise of Japan? Tom Cruise, I'd probably be Ken Watanabe. Okay, who does American uh, does a lot of American stuff now too, so that makes yeah. that makes sense. But like the big major, like yeah. Um, well, I think you got it. Like for the like the big big ones, like the Tom Cruise is actually a group of guys, and it's called SMAP S M A P, and SMAP is like this this group of like uh, I think there's five of them, and they're all actors, and they're all singers, and they all do movies, they all do variety shows, so they do like. Everything and they're always on TV. I think constantly. that's what I was reading about the thing that Takeshi Kitano is a part of. Yeah, probably with, with that other guy with the sunglasses who never takes off his sunglasses because I remember seeing him with that guy. Oh no, 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 yeah, yeah, you've definitely seen that guy. If you know Itomo, he's like the the ringleader. That's funny, dude. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know about uh, Hatsune Hatsune Miku? Hatsune Miku, Hatsune Miku. The, the vocoder thing that it's it's um. It's she's a CGI cartoon that does concerts. Oh shit! She's part of. She's the girl from AKB48. Yes, the thing with the blue yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, no, maybe it's not. Oh AKB no, I don't think it's AKB48 because that's the one where that's like a, a pop group that changes its members once they turn like fourteen, right? <laughs> Something like that. But yeah, no, they they had one special member, like the new member that they're all boasting about, and they're like, "This is the new member," and they did this commercial and shit, and she's all dancing around. And then all the otaku guys, and otaku means, um, well, like us. Like a nerds, geek. Right? And an otaku yeah. is, a ja- is the Japanese word for nerd or geek, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm totally the king of the otaku when it comes to gaijin. So. What, I like, okay. what I found out recently that made me laugh, that hentai is the word for pervert. Yeah, hentai, yeah. Hentai, <laughs> scabby, yeah. So it's like actually, a it's a genre of porno and a name for the people who are into that genre. Uh, yeah, but if you say like, hen- like if you say like hentai or scabby or something like that on a train, it means some guy's taking a picture under a girl's like skirt or he's feeling her he's up a or pervert. something. pervert. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Dude, what's the porn thing like? You always hear that people read porn in public, but is it really that true and that much? Okay. I knew this is going to come up. Um, pretty much like everything- there's, there's, there's hentai, but then there's that, what's that, what's hentai. the, what's the one about the young boys like Yosh or something or it's with a G? Where Yosh? That, I, not Yosh. It's a kind of porn that uh, um, it's a kind of manga. Some guy got arrested in America for having a collection, and like uh, the comic book legal, legal defense fund started a charity for him. It's basically it's manga for young girls, and it's all about like young gay boys. 
Dude, I, I forget the word for it. Like, <clears throat> like people read this shit on the train, right? Like graphic fucking sex cartoons. No, no, I've seen that happen a couple of times. It's not like every day, but every so often you'll see some guy like or a newspaper that has like prostitutes and shit in it and stuff. There's a lot of prostitution here. Is it really? Um, oh god, dude. All right, I I, I got a. Oh, like those hostess clubs you were talking about, but they're not actual prostitutes, right? Or are they? Uh, well, this is really complicated. Uh, yes and no and kind of underground. So, yeah, so for course. someone who's never heard of a hostess club, explain like a uh, – well, a chick one's probably easier. Explain like a – like not a maid cafe wouldn't be a hostess club, right? No, no, no. A hostess, a hostess club is where you pay someone to kind of be your girlfriend while you're at a specific bar, right? Yeah, and you can pay her extra to leave with you to like have like a quote-unquote date where you go out and stuff and you have dinner and something like that. And usually during these dates, you can pay her more and then go to a love hotel and uh, seal the deal, as they say. Oh, so they are they are prostitutes, the hostesses. Because I, well, I watched a whole documentary on it, dude. It was fascinating. Because the other fucking thing I, it, that I found was um, most of – I watched one about dudes who worked at a male host club. And most of their customers were, were prostitutes. Well, yeah. Basically, pretty much – all right. What's the word for prostitute again? Uh – I think you could say Yadiman. I th- yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much, I mean, I, like a lot of girls that work at hostess clubs are not prostitutes per se. But I mean, if you give them like, let's say, I think the going rate's like $300. So if you give them like $500, like go my N, uh, 50,000 N, um, I really doubt any of them would turn you down, especially since a lot of them are like 18 years old, 19 years old, 20 years old. I mean, 25 is considered old. In Jap- in, in that culture, totally. Now, yeah. dude, you came there as a single dude? Yeah, yeah, I came here single. What's yeah. it like for an American guy? And are the stories true of like every single Japanese chick in the world wants you? No, 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 no. Not really? Every single, but. No, no, it's not like every single you're walking down the street like fucking John Travolta and shit. See, that's what they make it sound like. Yeah, they make it sound like everyone's heads, like people are dropping shit because you're walking down the street. (laughs) To be honest, I'm not all that attractive. But, um, (laughs) uh, uh, okay, yeah, finding a girlfriend is not too difficult. It's, it's, it's quite easy, actually. And to like pick a girl up is actually quite easy. It's called Nampa. Nampa, where you like go up to a girl, you're like, hey, how's it going and stuff? Do you want to get a couple coffee? That's the other thing I love, dude. There's words for everything yeah pretty much there's words <laughs> yeah. for the weirdest shit ever like there's a word yeah so there's like a, a specific term for picking a chick up and that's called nampa nampa yeah and nampa means hitting on a chick and like picking her up right so there's there's that but i mean finding a girl and stuff in japan is not difficult if you if you if you're in the bar scene or even the club scene well when i used to dj all the time and stuff i mean it was really really easy i'm not saying like you should come here just to like pick up chicks i mean if you go to thailand it's yeah if you want if you want fucking sex tourism go to thailand everyone knows that by now it's like sex and drugs like japan is for people who specifically want japan um do you go have you been to akibara a lot you mean akihabara akihabara excuse me yeah yeah oh yeah yeah um electric town like that's that's what for for american geeks they make that seem like the fucking mecca of all geekdom Oh, dude, like, they have so many toy stores, dude. Oh. I love fucking toys, dude. Me too, oh, dude. man. <laughs> oh, man. What kind of toys are you into? One. You you live in Los Angeles, right? I do, yeah. So I go to this place called Little um Anime Jungle, which is, and, and Konakanuya, the bookstore, too. Okay, do you know Amoeba? Yeah, Amoeba Records, yeah, totally. 
All right. In Akihabara, they have – it's actually Akihabara and Shibuya. They have Amoeba, but it's for toys. Oh, you get, oh dude. Seriously, dude. I mean, my dick gets hard when I go in there. What dude. kind of toy – what kind of awesome. – like, my big thing is let's get right to it. Um, mm-hmm. my, my buddy of mine, my buddy of mine, Brian Lynch, went to Tokyo recently, and he fucking yeah. emailed me, and he was like, you would die, man. One Piece is by far the biggest, like, pop culture thing over there. I'm obsessed with the yeah. anime One Piece. Are you familiar with it? Dude, yeah, I, I've read the first, I think, 20 books. I've seen a bunch of the movies and stuff. Like, yeah. I'm obsessed. Like, I've got a shrine. Like, I go to this place called Anime Jungle in Little Tokyo, and I buy... Like the figure acts, I buy like the Japanese. Like I have, ja- I have a Japanese One Piece toy collection. Like I'm obsessed with One Piece, dude. Is it? Re- shoot- What's up? You cheat your pants. You can go to Seven Eleven and then buy like a Coke, and then you get like a free like One Piece, like a Luffy, like a Luffy keychain or <sighs> some shit. Like the shit or- that I have to spend seven dollars on. I like the Gashapon that I spend like ten dollars on. I can literally get in a machine outside of a fucking deli for like thirty cents there. Well, probably about a dollar, but yeah. But still, it's like ten percent more. Now, is that is that really like the biggest anime going? Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. One Piece is definitely number one. That's all. That makes me very happy. Um, yeah, they they did like a theme, like a pop up theme park and stuff for it this summer, and they took it like on tour. Like that, I would go to Japan just to buy One Piece stuff. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna need a couple of suitcases. That's what, dude, I was, I'm gonna everywhere. ship shit home. That's what I thought about. I was like, I'm literally gonna need to like save money up for the next five years because I'm gonna be so fucking overwhelmed by One but, Piece merchandise. To be honest, man, get this: One Piece like is super, super, super popular with like the younger kids. So everything that's here that's One Piece is kind of like the price is gauged for like younger kids. So, so it's actually not too expensive at all. That's awesome. I'm obsessed yeah. with One Piece. Do you read? Do you read manga at all? And like watch anime still? Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, currently I'm reading. Well, I'm reading The Walking Dead. Uh, of course, I just got the the new three comics. Ninety, I think eighty nine, ninety, ninety one. So I'm pretty happy about that. I, ha- I just started reading the first you have one. To, you have to get American comics shipped to you, right? No, no. I am. I'm, I just get them on the internet and stuff. Oh, okay, I was gonna say because they don't, but they don't have like store. They don't get the comics. Nearly in time than when we do, right? Do they have comic book stores? Like, oh, shit. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. There's, in there's, the yeah. in the American sense, though. Um, yeah, there's this one called Blister, like um, non manga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all like Western, and there's another one in Ebis. That's the st- station next to uh, Shibuya. They they got a big one there too. There, there's a lot of uh, well, not too many. Well, enough. I think you can definitely find American comics. But uh, Japanese comics are everywhere. Um, like people guess, everywhere. Like if you walk down the street, you'll see people reading manga, right? Oh yeah. Well, they're not walking down the street reading manga, but um, on the trains, yeah, every day people reading manga. But now people are reading them on their uh, their tabs. Their, on the uh, iPads. That's how I read my. Yeah, ma- I read iPads. manga on my iPad now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I read it on my iPhone. It's such a bitch for my eyes. Dude. Yeah, it's got to be fucking tough, dude. Well, that's the same uh, thing that's always amazed me is, yeah, that people, I remember before the iPads came out, they were making manga readers for phones, and I was like, how the fuck are people reading it, stuff that small? No, but you <laughs> could definitely do it, yeah. That's cool. I'm into, I'm, I'm big into another thing now called Toriko. Toriko? Yeah, it's a Shonen Jump. It's a new one. It's, he's, he's the king of the gourmets. They did a crossover movie with One Piece. It was a 3D thing called, like, oh, shit. Mugiwara Chase. Um, uh-huh. Toriko is really fucking cool, man. I also like I dig a bunch of shit. Um, and that's the thing. Do you read? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Do you read like like older kind of like underground comics? No, like dude. GTO I read. I read. Sh- I read or... GTO. Um, only because it got recommended so many times to me. Yeah, GTO is great. And it took about- me. It took me a while to get into it because for a minute I was like, it's just some dude who wants to fuck underage chicks. 
He wants to fuck their moms. <laughs> That's right. And their moms. Like, I mean, GTO is, uh, like, I read mostly, sh- um, Shonen stuff. Like, I'm a little kid. Shonen I read Shonen Jump. Yeah, or even Shonen, Shonen manga. I read, like, One Piece and Fairy Tale and, like, uh, Soul Eater. And uh, Bleach? I don't read, I don't do, like, Bleach or Naruto. I, I, I don't know why. I could never get into those, like, the, yeah. the, the ninja ones. Uh, yeah, Bleach is a little bit weird. The only reason why I wanted to bring it up is because, um, it was kind of, um, a big controversy recently with, uh, Tite Kobu, who's like the creator of Bleach, and, uh, oh, was it Megadeth's son or something? No, Kiss? Kiss Gene, Gene Simmons' kid? Okay, yeah, yeah. From, I like, Gene- the kid from, like, the reality show. Yeah, yeah, his son, his son, his douchey fucking son, yeah. Yeah, I guess he copied, like, a bunch of Bleach and stuff, like, a bunch of comics. So, and I heard about this from my hairdresser, not hairdresser, but from my barber. So, because I go to this barber shop, and when you wait, would go to a go to a barber shop. A lot of barber shops have comics there, so you sit down, you read comics and shit. And so, fucking my barber, she's like, "Uh, yeah, did you know somebody's like copying like Japanese comics and stuff?" And she like, I go to this place called the Punk Rock Barber Shop, right? So she plays like a lot of like like heavy metal and stuff, right? So she's talking how it was like Gene Simmons' kid and stuff, and I was like, "Oh my god, are you serious?" And I, at first, I didn't really believe her and shit, so I went home and went online. Yeah, it was like kind of big that's you know? crazy well dude that's the thing we don't have an equivalent like american western comics and you've lived here long enough to know like they don't mean shit in fucking society no one cares about comics yeah yeah true. like we they're not a big deal here at all like yes superheroes are a big deal and characters from comic books can be a big deal but the actual comic books themselves is mm-hmm. such a like the 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 industry is almost out of business unfortunately because no one really buys them anymore however uh. in japan Manga's like like some of these mangas are bigger than like the biggest TV shows, right? Like they're they're cultural institutions. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. I mean, I, I can't imagine Japan without One Piece right now. That's so that makes me so fucking happy, dude, to hear from someone in Japan because I'm the only person I know that's into One Piece. You know what I mean? Dude, One Piece is really fucking awesome. Yeah, the, all right, the art is really cool, but the stories themselves are about friendship adventure dude it's epic and it's also it's also the fact that like um there's fucking 600 plus manga and 500 plus episodes of the anime like it's it's like the longest running thing of all time man and and sometimes it's dark like people die yeah there's blood there's fuck up stuff that was i remember the way i caught one piece was uh what happened was funimation not it wasn't even funimation four kids did a uh Decided to port it over to America and it was airing on like UPN or WB, some morning lineup. And it only aired, they only aired like 10 episodes. And I caught a rerun at like four in the morning one night. And I was like, this is the coolest fucking anime I've ever seen in my life. So oh, I, yeah. I, I immediately jumped online. I like, I, I hadn't even heard of it kind of. They, it never, they tried it out in America, but it didn't work. Whereas in my mind, dude, like, I'm try- I wrote a spec script for like a One Piece live action. I was like, that, if you made a One Piece movie, like a big fucking One Piece movie, it would be the biggest deal of all time in Japan. Dude, I, it, well, yeah, I think it would. Well, I don't know. I've, I've seen a couple of bad One Piece movies, but the one that I really but like, like a, was but think World. about it, like, a, a Strong World's awesome, but think about like yeah. a live action, like a Western made, one Piece movie, like a $200 million, like Harry Potter with one, it's fucking X-Men meets Pirates of the Caribbean. That's all you got to tell people. Yeah, that's definitely true. But the thing is though, I mean, they'd probably get Justin Bieber to be Luffy. Well, that's what I mean. That's, a pro- up, that's the problem. They do the Anglo casting. Like, are, are you upset about the Akira casting? What the hell are you talking about? Akira casting? There's, they're going to make a movie? Oh, do you not know? They're making a live action Akira, man. Like a, like a, like a $200 million Akira movie. 
And, oh my um, God, Gary no. Gary Oldman was attached for a minute. It's all American white people. Um, it was. It, let me look right now. Who signed on? Um, it's some kid uh, I've never heard of. Uh, well, that's maybe a good thing if you never heard of them, but. No, because they're they're so popular and new. I've never heard of them. You know what? I, here's uh, right now. Right now, it's um Garrett Headland is in talks to portray Canada, which is like they're not even changing the names. So like, it's a white dude. It's gonna be a white dude named Tetsuo, which makes no fucking sense to me. If you're gonna whitewash it, change the names and not make it take place in Tokyo, right? Oh, uh, it's like the Karate Kid, dude. Yeah, like yeah. Helen and Bonham Carter is playing Lady Miyako. Kira Knightley is in it. Ken Watanabe is going to be the Colonel, which is cool, and that'll Ken get Watanabe, right. and that'll get Japanese people on board because originally it was going to be Gary Oldman. I, I I don't know. Akira here is actually, to be honest, Akira is kind of underground here. I mean, a lot of people know uh, Katsuhiro, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but the thing is, like, I mean, people, I think they more know Steam Boy because Steam Boy did this promotion with, uh, no, was it Steam Boy or Metropolis? I think Metropolis. Metropolis was huge. No, no. And it was horrible. No, no. Freedom. It was Freedom. They, okay. Freedom did this uh, collaboration with uh, One Cup Noodles, right? So for a while on TV, I mean, basically all the commercials you saw was like uh, the Freedom. And Freedom was like uh, one of Katsuhiro's like newer like animes and shit. So, I mean, people kind of know that, but Akira but is still like. It's not like the Holy Grail like it is over here. No, 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 no. It's, it's not I, a lot of. If I say Akira to like a lot of people, they wouldn't know. They would think you meant Kurosawa or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Akira, like, oh, you mean my neighbor? I'm like, no, no, yeah. neighbor. <laughs> you mean my fucking brother? And one dude's like, who me? Uh, yeah, I yeah. guess that's too common a name to just throw out there, right? That's like, yeah. oh, that's like the biggest comic book of all time is called Mike. Exactly. And like, hey, you like Mike, right? And everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? <laughs> yeah, everybody, Mikey likes it, right? <laughs> That's funny, man. Now, I, like, I've seen a, I, I, I'm into, um, I wish I was into more live action Japanese stuff. Like, I, I've you mean, seen, like movies? Yeah, I've seen some Takashi Miike. I really like 13 Assassins. I don't know if that came out over there. Oh, dude, a 13 Assassins dude was so fucking hardcore. And That's shit, my favorite Miike flick. Cause he usually does like the yeah. weird fucking audition, like make someone eat vomit thing. But, oh my god, have you seen Ichi the Killer? Yeah, it's it's horrific. Like, I don't need to see that. There's that weird Japanese cyberpunk genre where yeah. it's just people with, like, robot penises and shit. Yeah, I know all about that shit. And, like, fucking uh, Tetsuo Iron Man and, like, all those weird, ultra-violent, like... Grotesque. Yeah, super grotesque. But 13 Assassins, I thought, was, like, fucking... That was just a great movie. Do yeah, you... Seven Samurai is pretty good, too. What, the, the original, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, dude. I, I mean, I'm I'm obsessed with Kurosawa. Like, I've seen every, I've seen pretty much every Kurosawa movie. But it's modern Japanese. Like, I that's my thing. I love manga and I love anime and I read all these blogs. But I would love to know about like who are the big TV stars and who are the big movie stars. But that just it just seems harder to get into that for a Westerner. You know what I mean? To be honest, I think a lot of the movies out here. A lot of like foreign people, not just Americans. I think a lot of international people would be like, "Yeah, Japanese movies." But then when they watch it, they're like, "You know, this kind of sucks." Like you know? I watched, I, mean, I watched the live action version of Death Note, and it was fucking uh, horrible, dude. Oh, dude, do you know? Uh, and it was like it was the kid from Battle Royale. It was Shuya. Oh, Battle Royale. That was the first one was good. The second one kind of sucked. Second one sucked because he died halfway through making it. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, if you want to talk about like like really really good Japanese movies, yeah, probably the best movie that I've ever seen is Ikiru. And I don't even know it. Ikiru. Yeah. A. It's I K I R U, and it's a black and white movie that was made in the 1950s. That it was really really 
good. It was like kind of like heartwarming. It was uh, grabbing and stuff. And I think at the time when that movie came out and stuff, it was pretty much underground. Like, like what's the so. top ten at the box office like in Japan? Is it a lot of Western films always? Like, are those the movies that do big or are there Japanese blockbusters that we don't know about? Mostly American blockbusters. Like Hollywood movies, quote unquote, are pretty much the big ones. Harry Potter, hands down, I think has probably been the biggest movie for a while. I mean, Japanese movies are kind of popular here, but whenever I talk to anybody about movies... They, they talk about Amer- like, American movies? Yeah, they're like, have you seen Pulp Fiction? I'm like, yeah, I've seen Pulp <laughs> Fiction, you know? So, yeah, I mean, Japanese movies aren't really that popular here. I mean, they kind of are, but well, it's... And, and, and that's another stereotype that goes along with Japanese culture is that they're obsessed with all things Western and American, but is it really true? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I think in Japan, they, a lot of companies and industries try to make things their own you know like i mean for example like uh, all right, right like 20 years ago american blue jeans were like fucking worth their weight in gold but these days like people make blue jeans here right like edwin and so what they do is they they, they get their blue jeans and they kind of shape them a little bit differently or they they put colors and, and they're, and they're i think they're or, more expensive like japanese blue jeans now to buy in america are like 400 dollars. those are like paper de- like those are crazy expensive i think Oh, uh, je- dude, jeans here is really expensive in general. Um, like, it's a whole big thing. Well, that's the other thing. Life in general is kind of expensive over there, no? Well, okay. Like, all right. If you come here on vacation and you don't have a friend here to hook you up, it's really, really expensive. But, I mean, if you live here, you can, you know, you know, where you know what are. to do. You know not to spend the tourist stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. And me, dude, I, I pretty much live low class i pretty much spend all my money on paints and shit that's about all i do that's cool so what do you so what do you do man you you do live painting you said um yeah well pretty much what i do now is like i work at a bar i do my podcast and i paint and um every three months give some plugs what's the name of your podcast what's the name of the bar oh come on all that stuff so people can find oh shit okay um let's see the podcast that i do is called got faded japan and it's a japanese it's a podcast okay well i gotta really break and you sent me a clip because i listened to it and that's why you're on the show because i was like this is fucking funny it was you just talking about like shit that happened to you that day in japan or whatever okay well this is how the podcast is broken down like at first me and my my co-host shank what we do is we we both like first start talking about like what we did that week you know like anything interesting happened or whatnot like went to a crazy party or saw a crazy fight or some guy get kicked off a train for being a pervert or something. How and often so we, does that happen? Uh, I've only seen it the twice. The pervert thing. Well, like, cause, and then that's the other thing, like the panty vending machines and all the fucking, mm-hmm. is it really that pervy over there? Um, all right. Before the internet, yes. But <laughs> after the internet, like after like people like coming here and taking pictures on their cell phones and shit and sending them back and putting on like websites and stuff, it's more underground. Okay, I see what you mean. Because everyone knows about the panty vending machines now. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta go to Akihabara or Kabukicho. And Kabukicho is like the red light district. So, and I, I live maybe 15 minutes away from Kabukicho. <laughs> but so. it, it seems like, it seems dangerous for a white dude to be hanging around there, no? No, not at, well, at first, like. Because the right, cops would single you out? No, no, no. At, at first, like, I mean, I go there, like, uh, quite often with my friends and shit. There's this really super cheap, like, izakaya where we go there and we just drink and shit. We're like, you could drink all night and spend, like, maybe, like, 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's all. And they give you food, like, dope little food, too. They just keep bringing it out, right? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. So there, so we go to the Kabuki Joe all the time and shit. 
But for, at first, right, there's like no foreigners allowed into any of the whorehouses, right? But and it's just it's just one whorehouse after another, after another, after another. It's a red light district like any other one in any other part of the world. But the thing is, after like the economy dropped and shit, like now like foreigners are allowed to go in there and stuff. And when I was please come in, yeah, yeah. When I used to be an English teacher, uh, like like mainline, uh, a lot of my coworkers used to like as soon as like like foreigners are able to go in there, all of a sudden they're like, hey, we're gonna go to Kabuki and show you want to go. And I was like, hell. just because you're a foreigner, that, that happened, every, every kind of like, uh, like a novelty, story is I guess. Too crazy. That, and that's, so, that's kind of what like, it seems like. like I know that um, crazy, but it's not as crazy if you're like, if you go over there to be an actor, you, as a white dude, you'll get cast in like everything. Because there's only like fucking 20 white actors in Japan, am I right? Like you see the same dudes in every commercial and every... It would have become the entire show. You're set for life, right? Yeah, yeah. Not for life, but still, they don't pay you as much as like, I mean, you think. You're not going to become like super... I mean, the only person that did was Bob Sapp. Office worker, right? See, I don't even know. Is that the guy who got worker, uh, deported? Break after emailing this prostitute, uh, recently, prostitute to meet him in the or left the country or something, or no one. Okay, he was an American guy who just moved over there and became the most famous. He was he became a famous actor in Japan. Uh, first, he was a uh, wrestler, then a boxer, then he did the MMA, like the Pride and stuff. He did those fights, and then then basically he did some movies and shit. But uh, he got in a little bit of trouble with, like, gangsters, and then he left, I guess. That's what <laughs> I think I read that back. article about him leaving the country or something. Yeah, yeah, they didn't know when he would come back. That's crazy, yeah. dude. So what's, what's like, the average every... I mean, are you so ingrained now that, that like, you just live a Japanese life pretty much? No, man, I, I pretty much just do my own thing, you know? I mean, pretty much, like, I, I work at my bar and stuff, you know? And then uh, I do Got Fitted Japan, and then I do my painting and stuff. Most of my friends are Japanese, so... Pretty much life is just what I what I make it and stuff, you know. Totally, like but I, I, I don't know. I totally get it. Or anything like that, or you don't ever do touristy shit. Like you, you don't go check out like the fucking orange blossoms in whatever city they're supposed to fucking grow on on that day or whatever. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that stuff, you know. Like for the cherry, dude, cherry blossoms are fucking awesome, man. See, cherry everyone blossom- like I read about that and I can't believe it's true. Like people really do dig that, dude. You have no idea. See, the thing is, it's not about the cherry blossoms. It's about going to the park with all your friends or coworkers who you haven't seen in a while. Get down like a blue tarp, sit there, turn on some music, and get fucked up. Well, that's dude. What it, seems, it seems like there's so many occasions to celebrate over there. Yeah, like there's so many festivals and this and like what? Like what are some cool Japanese holidays we might not know about? Um, cherry blossom. Actually, you hit it on the head. That's like the biggest one. Um, and that's. Probably the most traditional. Then after that, there's like the turning of age where all like the girls are, no, boys and girls are like uh, 19, they turn 20, they wear kimonos and they walk around and they go to their schools and do a little praying thing or something. There's the traditional ones. But what I really like is I like the the more underground festivals. Like I like uh, Design Festa. Um, do you know Design Festa? I don't know. Oh, man. Okay, get this. Design Festa is like this, this uh, art fair and it's like this underground art art fair where like Everybody who's like a freak, who's like uh, even like beyond a freak, gets together and they show their artwork, right? And the artwork could be like performance art, it could be bands, it could be uh, it could be just like somebody like uh, just like painting and stuff. And there's like 
so there's like I think five thousand artists in wow. this huge venue, right? And and you can and it's a two day event, right? Where you just walk around, you see booth after booth after booth. And there's like this one where there's this one dude who's dressed like a zombie. They had these babies, right? These like like rubber babies, and he was eating them and stuff. That was then, his art. Yeah, that was his art, right? And he had fake blood dripping all over the place. And then they had this other one. It's like this 3D hologram, kind of like almost like Star Wars. You know, they had the, the person there. They had like art like that where they're like all walking around. And sh- it's like really futuristic and bizarre. And it's that's cool. Man. So awesome. Well, speaking yeah, of, I mean, speaking of futuristic, that's maybe we should yeah. kind of wind down on that point. It's like it seemed everyone has this like lost in translation notion that all of Japan is like this glittering LED billboard with like toilets that talk to you and like fucking. Yeah. Fuck phones that jerk you off is it true like is the technology really that cool over there um yeah pretty much i mean yeah the toilets <laughs> are pretty well actually i don't use the toilets where the little thing comes out and sprays your ass and does a little vibrating thing and like, like a little, and you like, can set like the temperature and like all that fucking yeah, yeah every, i don't use that dude that seems a little gay for me man it's a little that weird. is it's a little weird the shower situation seems to be weird over there too am i wrong um, I went to a love hotel like a while ago, right? And then, do you know, love hotels is like a fuck hotel, right? Like, you like, pay for like half an hour or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, three hours are for a night and stuff. And, um, anyway, I, I was there, right? And, um, I was there with my girlfriend at the time, right? So I was totally cool. And, um, anyway, like in the bath, the bath is like this, this L shaped bath that had like this big TV in it. And then it had like all these like, like, like strobe lights and That's blue crazy, lights are fading and stuff like that. And it but has, like, I, I, I've seen this thing that like Japanese people save the bath water from the day before and they just kind of reheat it again and then pour it over themselves in like the middle, yeah. in the middle of the floor. They have like drains in their bathrooms. Am I wrong? No, no, I got that right here, yeah. Like, that's the traditional Japanese bath, right? Like, you heat up a pot of water and then dump it over yourself while you stand over a drain? Um, no, that's just one way of rinsing out and shit. Like, basically, you got a bath, right? And the baths here are really deep. It's almost like a little swimming pool, right? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, yeah. And, um, anyway, yeah, what a lot of families do to save, like, water, because we got to pay for our water is they keep the water in there and they just reheat it, reheat it, reheat it for a couple of days and shit. And then, like, the bathroom itself is, like, water, it's, like, air, not airtight, but it's, like, watertight or some shit. Yeah, it's got a, dr- so, like, like, you can soak the entire, that's what I saw on TV, like, the guy was just dumping fucking buckets of water on himself in the middle of the bathroom, and there were drains everywhere. Yeah, you could do that on your toilet. You can sit on the toilet, take a shit, and spray yourself. <laughs> and, and that's totally cool, man. That's awesome, If I wanted dude. to, I could do that right now. I'm not gonna do it, But though. don't, <laughs> but, but that's kind of fucking cool. Um... What are, so any other like major, like what, 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 what are the biggest things you've learned from living in Japan grow after growing up in American? Are you, I mean, are you staying there? Are you Japan for life? Um, you know, I take it one year at a time. I don't see myself going back anytime soon, to be honest. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, pretty much I, I live for my art. I live for my podcasts and, uh, pretty much drinking at my bar with like all my friends and so customers. The standard of life is pretty good for you over there, man. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, I, I recommend for anybody and everybody who's interested in like fucking anime, toys, uh, I guess even like just exploring a different country. I mean, Japan's a pretty good one to go to if you're interested in Asia, because once you go to Japan, going to like Thailand or Cambodia and stuff, I mean, it's very different, but it, Japan's a good place to start off if you're, it's your first time coming to Asia. Would you recommend just Tokyo? Um, you know what? Can you get enough, can you get enough of an experience by just visiting Tokyo? Yeah, you definitely can. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna get so much shit for this if anybody from my show is listening, but, <laughs> oh, dude. But, um, I, for me, 
Tokyo and Osaka are so goddamn similar, man. I've like, heard everyone. I've heard Osaka. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. The people there are a little bit more outgoing and stuff. But um, if Tokyo's just so big, and the thing about Tokyo is, all right, let's say you go to this one station, right, and you're walking down the street like Harajuku or something, right, and you see a door with like a purple light, and it's like there's no sign, no nothing, no nothing at all, just just a door with a purple light, and you're like, what the fuck? And you hear people in there, and you open the door, and it's like this fucking rocking bar with all these people playing like fucking awesome music and shit, like, and, and so, it's like. How, how does everybody find out about it? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, like they're all speaking in Japanese and not telling you or whatever. <laughs> Maybe that's it. But uh, fucking, yeah, there's a lot of cool shit. That's cool, dude. And the nightlife is crazy. Is it seven nights a week it's crazy like that or? Yeah, seven nights a week in Tokyo for sure. Yeah, <laughs> there's always something you can find. And Shibuya, Shinjuku, uh, Rapongi. Although I'd recommend not going to Rapongi. Rapongi is kind of like the international fucking, town. Yeah, you know? I've everything I've heard it's, about it sounds not fun. <laughs> I I don't go to Rapongi at all, to be honest. Um, that's where I, people I, get like, like robbed, and that's where like fucked up shit happens. It sounds like, right? Yeah, dude. It's it's it's. I don't know. It's like high class and low class, and it's all based. It's like geared towards like foreigners and shit. So I recommend, like, if anybody goes there. Uh, or goes to Tokyo and stuff. Definitely go to uh, Shibuya, Shinjuku. Well, and if you go to Shibuya and Shinjuku only, you're pretty much you're doing a good thing. You got um, you hit up Tokyo, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you should go to kind of like the smaller Bohemian underground kind of cities like Koenji and um, where's course, where's Mi, where's Mitaka? Because that's where the the Ghibli Museum is. Uh Mitaka, I think that's on the Chuo line. It's like maybe less than fifteen. That's so no, funny. Thirty you, minutes away from you know Shibuya. everything by sub by train lines, right? That's how the entire yeah. fucking place was run by the train. Like, does anyone drive a car really? Yeah, a lot of people drive cars and stuff. But riding a train is pretty much the easiest form of like transportation. It's, I mean, you can pretty much by the minute gear where you're gonna be from start to finish and shit. So, like, let's say if I want to go to Akihabara, I get on, I get on my phone and stuff, and I could be in. I'm like, okay, I take this train at this time, that train at that time, that train at that time. I can meet my friend at that minute exactly on the. You team. can you can calculate your arrival time to the minute. Yeah, that's yeah, insane, yeah. dude. Like in Manhattan, New York subways, like sometimes you're waiting for like an hour. Sometimes there's like two trains within three seconds of each other. There's no fucking rhyme or reason. Yeah, but we do have a lot of suicides, which they call accidents. So you do, like, right? Like, like oh, one of yeah. the higher rates in the world, I think. No, actually, it's... um, Or if not the highest? It's number three. Okay. Three actually, three has more than us in Asia. But fucking, yeah, we got this one line called uh, the Chua line, right? And uh, they call it Chuaside, right? Because this, this train goes around... <laughs> These clever Ch- names, Flygen, Chuaside. Well, have you seen the movie Suicide Girls? Uh, I haven't. No, um, The one yeah, the, the, uh, with the one with Kirsten Dunst? No, no, it's, it's a Japanese movie. Oh, no, I haven't. Right? Is that what it's uh, about? Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Is this Suicide Girls? Let me just double check. I thought it was called Suicide Girls. I think uh, I'm thinking of the Virgin Diaries or some shit. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Kamikaze Girls? Wait, maybe it's Kamikaze Girls. But um, anyway, it's like this line called the Chuo Line, right? And it's this line that's really long. It goes from the west side of Tokyo to the east side of Tokyo, right? And it's really fast. And so pretty much like when a lot of people commit suicide, they, they jump in front of this train, right? So this train it's, also the bu- it's also the bullet trains, right? Oh, uh, no. Actually, is, that just the Ken- is that just the Kensei line? The Kensei? Well, no, no. Yeah, there is the bullet train and stuff, but people usually use the, the Chuo line. The, the bullet trains and shit are actually dangerous. This one lady committed suicide in the bullet train. See, I know everything in the news because of my show. No, Ladies yeah, yeah. and gentlemen. So you're the man to talk God, to, dude. I know. 
Got Fitted Japan podcast. Yeah, it's on, it's on iTunes, right? And you can just Google search Got Faded Japan. Dude, I'm going to listen now because, like, you're my fucking – you're my window into Japanese culture, man. Because, like, that's the thing. I, ne- I always feel like I never know what people are thinking right now in Japan. I get this watered-down secondhand kind of – you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, like, okay. embedded in – you're, like, an embedded fucking reporter in a war zone, man. Except the war zone is filled with, like, cartoon characters Toys. and awesomeness. Yeah. And cute oh, Japanese man. chicks dressed like maids. Have you been to a maid cafe? Uh, no. They're kind of, all right. Okay, maid cafes sound awesome. And I had friends that have gone and shit. They just tell you, like, Johnny, don't go. I'm like, why not, dude? They're like, okay. Pretty much a maid cafe is a bunch of girls that are not that attractive. But they were like made cafe, like made outfits and, and stuff. And they like giggle and, and you have to pay to like eat ice cream with them and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and pretty much it's like, you're going to pay like, like $10 for a very small cup of coffee. And then you got to pay an entrance fee. And then you got to buy like a little like brownie with a heart on it. And they go, meow, like a little cat and stuff. But, but, <laughs> but they're not that attractive and stuff. I mean, if you want like, like really weird stuff like that, cosplay is the way to go. I've been to one cosplay festival out here and, um, when I was teaching English and stuff, I had a student that was really big into cosplay, and she says that she spent, like, four hours doing her makeup. Oh, dude, and I've gone to, like, Anime Expo in L.A., and I know it's worse in Japan, but, like, I just experienced it for the first time, the whole oh, yeah. cosplaying thing, which is – and I always used to see it in stuff about Japan, but I didn't know how it happened in America, too, is whenever you get a chick in a sexy anime costume, 80 dudes pop up out of nowhere with camera phones out. Oh, dude, no, no, no. Homie, no. I saw people, phone. I saw people in trees taking pictures of these chicks. <laughs> I swear to God, outside the LA convention center, there was this cosplay thing and there were so many dudes that there were guys climbing into fucking trees. Oh my God, dude, you should definitely come on here, dude. It is fucking insane, dude, when it comes to like, uh, the, the girls. But then here, the Japanese dudes that take the pictures, they don't use their phones. They have really fucking expensive high tech cameras. To take like, pictures, got- and they like ask them to pose and sort. That's the one thing that Japan seems to celebrate is the fucking kink. Am I wrong on that? Like, if you're if you're into a sexual fucking weird thing, Japan is your place. It seems like. All right, all right. This I knew this was gonna come up. Like everything okay. from like the fucking like like if you said AK is it AKB? What is it? AKB forty eight. Like AKB forty eight is like. 14 like fucking 15 year old girls dressed like schoolgirls, oh, and all dude. their fans are like 50 year olds and otakus yeah. and they're obsessed with like a certain one like a uh-huh. certain 12 year old it's fucking yeah. creepy yeah no that's totally true no there's this place called harajuku right and yeah yeah it's like uh, young kids town, well that's right? where the bridge is right where we're like all the harajuku girls we're all like the the, the the different like gangs of cosplayers hang out yeah yeah that's on sundays and um <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the thing is though, like fucking, you're walking down the street, right? And you see like this, 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 they have these huge, huge, like monitor screens hanging from like, like buildings, right? And you look up and you see like fucking like, like four girls is like, like wearing like Daisy Duke shorts and stuff with their asses hanging out, dancing around and shit. And you're just like, oh my God, those girls are so fucking hot. And they're all saying like at the end of the commercial, it shows them all like, like it shows their faces and shit. And you're like, Oh my god, they're fucking ten years old. Oh my god, yeah. pervert. Oh well, god. Well, dude, right. and that's and, and that's huh? even being a One Piece fan. Like, there seems to be this, and I, and you'll probably be a good person to have a, a thought on it. But there seems to be sure. this this theme running throughout Japanese culture of not perversion, but obsession with young girls. Like every yeah. fi- every statue that comes out has like removable panties, so you could see their fake fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
everything is yeah. so sexualized. Like all the cartoons. Like I tried to. I was reading this thing called um, fuck, what was it called? Uh, High School of the Dead. Maybe was the name of the manga. Oh, dude, <laughs> you know that one. No, I don't know that one, but that's just reminding me of a big tit zombie. It is, dude. It's literally that. Like it's it's like a zombie fucking book about zombies that take over a high school. And there's an anime, and all it is is girls with like tits twelve times bigger than a normal human beings could, like grabbing uh, shit and stuff. Like all like uh, and everything's like an upskirt shot. Yeah. No. 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 I mean, it's it's kind of disturbing sometimes, you know. What, what do you from, think like, it? Is, what do you think it is? Do you think they're an undersexed culture? Do you think it's just their particular fucking kick? Like, no, dude, it's oversexed here, dude. It fucking. is oversexed. No, it's it's. I mean, there's there's sexual shit all the time, but it's just like a little dirty, a little hint, a little this, like fucking like you watch like a like a commercial about like jeans, and it's just a little bit dirty, and you're just like, whoa, you know? Yeah, it's, like, it's just enough, like right? they don't but even the- show pubes in porno, right? Don't they block it out? I, I think it's not just pubes. I think it's just like like uh, pussies and dicks and shit. They can't show. They can't show. Else- they can show fucking actual intercourse, but every single manga is like a thirteen year old with her fucking ass hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, weird. That's that's one of those cool fucking Japanese like only in Japan kind of things. Like if you watch a Japanese porno, they even in Japan they blur it out. Oh, oh, dude! I used to live like when I did that homestay. Get this, man! I did that homestay at my friend's house, right? And this is this really nice, rich residential area, right? And then walking to his house was like a fifty-minute walk, right? And I passed like a convenience store, another convenience store, and then a really fucked up, dirty video kind of like little shop, right? This is in the middle of like this like high-class residential <laughs> area, right? And this is back in the day. And fucking all right, one time my friend Sean, oh, I pro- okay, I, first name's cool. My friend Sean yeah. came out to visit, right? And I never went in there because I was like, oh my god, like what if somebody saw me go in there? And then they tell like my host parents, and then maybe I'll get in trouble and shit. But my friend Sean coming, he's like, dude, we gotta go in there. Let's go in there. So we walk. In, I'm like, oh fuck! Well, if he walked in, he's a foreign guy. I'm a foreign guy. We're gonna get busted regardless. So we walked in there and shit, and and fucking, it, it's probably about the size. Well, my apartment's really small, but it's it's the size of like, uh, let's say like a small Starbucks. It's the size of a small Starbucks. Okay. And every single inch, every single centimeter was filled with DVDs, right? And any kind of DVD of what you could ever imagine, like fucking like. Everything was there, dude. It's fucking insane. All the crazy shit that people think about, about like the sex in Japan. Like, you know what? There's like, like places where you can go where girls like stick octopuses up their ass. Yeah, that's like, like, and they'll like fucking hit hit you in the face and stuff. Like, and eat shit off like, 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 like girls' bodies. Domination fucking cafes and stuff. Like, yeah, that's all true. That's all Kabuki Cho, man. And Kabuki Cho, right? Get this. There's like on the level Kabuki Cho. But then Kabuki Cho has the underground Kabuki Cho. So the show. underground of the underground like fucking... red, like the red light of the red light district, like the fucking bright red light district or some shit. What's that? Well, like? I would say it's the dark red light. Now, there's <laughs> no way I could ever get in there, nor that I want to either. Although I, I guess for my podcast would be really good for the show. Yeah, but... <laughs> like an under an undercover report and like the grossest fucking perv place in the. Yeah, man, can you imagine the shit that they must do down there? Oh, dude, it's got to be. I, I pretty much can imagine, dude. I've been reading the news. Like, the news that we do and shit is, like, not the news that's in the newspaper or what's on TV. It's, like, we got to dig for this news, right? And, uh, cause, like, uh, and the news in Japan, like, Japanese newspapers, they're kind of happy and warm-spirited and stuff. Yeah, they talk about scandal or, so, like, And it seems like TV is like that, too. 
Yeah, I know. TV's totally like that. Like, let's talk for like 30 minutes about like baseball or and like, then like uh, five minutes like, about this. You know? Like, isn't it like, don't puppies become fucking mega stars over there? Oh, yeah. There's this, uh, that, that fucking uh, dog. You know who I'm talking the about. The dog, the white dog. Yeah, that white dog is a yeah. fucking giant celebrity. Dude, he's in movies. He's, he's in movies dog. and commercials and billboards, and it's just a cute dog that some lady fucking made a YouTube video of. Yeah, yeah, it's the soft bank dog. It's like this, uh, not golden retriever, no, but it's, it's kind of like a it's retriever. a tiny little baby looking thing, and it's got the funny face. It's got a smile. It smiles. Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. There's a lot of dogs. That's crazy, <laughs> dude. It's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of famous dogs over there. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, 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 it's one of those weird things. It's like, you could fuck whoever you want. Like, fucking, here's a fuck hotel. Go buy some weird porn. And then, like, you turn on TV, and they're like, the hard-hitting news of the day is like, here's a really cute puppy. Yeah, right? It's so weird. Like, but a lot of really, really, really... See, the cool thing about our show is we do the news, but we do, like, the news that's not really reported and stuff. And, like, the shit that's not really reported is, is badass really and awesome. Twisted. And, yeah, the shit that they would never tell you, I'm sure. The shit, because, like, there's that whole air of, like, we're a perfect fucking polite society, but it ain't that, right? Dude, dude, do you want me to read you the titles of this week's news? Hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me. That'll be a good tease for your show, and we'll probably end on that mark, dude. It's it's been awesome talking to you, brother. We should do this again sometime for sure. Uh, Dude, I could probably talk all morning, but um, (laughs) let's see here. I'll Uh, let you get back to drinking. (laughs) What are you drinking, by the way? They have some decent Japanese craft beers. Have you tried them? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried all the beers. My favorite is um, Hitachino Nest. Hitachino Nest? Hitachino. Hitachino. Um, no, I don't know that one. Dude, I love that's so fucking great that you can bust into that like racist, almost racist stereotype white person doing a Japanese, but that's what they actually sound like. I I don't know, man. When I like speak when Japanese, you sound like, out a Japanese word, you do it in the accent. Yeah, well, you have to, or people don't understand you. Like for example, if I said like, uh, all right, uh, let's say karaoke. Like if I say karaoke, let's go do karaoke. You're like, karaoke? What the fuck's karaoke? And I go, oh, karaoke. They're like, oh, okay. It's so fucking funny. It's a, it's a pronunciation. Like, they have no idea what it means the other way. That's funny. No, there's this, um, H-I-T-A-C-H-I-N-O, Hitachino. Hitachino. Um, I don't know Hitachino. What's that? They're the best, dude. It's a brewery. Like, if you're into beer, they're my favorite. Like, I fucking have a couple of Sapporos in my fucking fridge. Oh, yeah. And that shit sucks. And like, Kiriban Ichiban, Kirin Ichiban, that's no fun. Like, there's good Japanese beer. You got to find it, though, I feel like. Well, I like, like, when I drink beer and stuff in Japan, I like Ebis. I've heard I have, that you can't get Ebis in America, though. I just heard about that, actually. Really? It's it's a little more expensive. They use, like, uh, higher-grade hops and shit, but it's it's a very nice beer. But to be honest, I mean, I drink a lot of, like, hot sake, chuhai, shochu, right that on, kind man. of shit. It's yeah, cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. That's cool, man. I also, I also became obsessed with this coffee shit. I think it's called UIC. UIC? Hold on, I got it in my fridge right now. Hold on, vamp for one second. Plug your show while I go to my fridge. <laughs> okay, gotcha. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get, like, the weekly most bizarre Twisted CD news coming from Japan, you got to go to Got Fitted Japan's podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher. It's pretty awesome. We talk about stuff like, let's see here. This week's news, we have two knife attacks against... Uh, yeah, against hit us with... I'm back. It's, U- it's, U- it's UCC Coffee. UCC, oh, UCC, I think, is a company. It says it's, like, the biggest Japanese coffee company in the world or whatever. 
Yeah, it's it's like Georgia. It's like what will be Foster's. Like it's Foster's. like it's like canned milk coffee. It's hard to describe. It's really fucking good. It's it comes in a can like a soda, and it's like a f- milky coffee drink. It's dope though, man. Oh, dude, all our coffee comes in cans, man. We got so, vending machines that only have coffee in cans. Your vending machines are fucking great. Yeah, they're pretty convenient, man. And they're I mean, also like like crazy, right? Like they talk to you and shit. Um, some of them do. Aren't Not they so like? Anymore, hey, but. you should have a beer. <laughs> dude i wish they did like buy a cup of coffee and they're like what why are you buying coffee you should buy a beer like, you should it's be not that early. you should be drinking <laughs> oh dude is your life hit us with the headlines this week man give us a tease of your show let us with the craziness stuff that's going on in japan um let's see uh japan uses uh quake disaster budget for whaling aid Ooh. uh traces of radioactive cesium found in baby formula that's not fun. Uh, let's see. 49-year-old man kicks 9-year-old boy in the face, breaking nose. Uh, Kyoto hospital worker jailed for tearing toenails off elderly patients. What? Yeah, 49 fingers and toes. Uh, two knife attacks against students on street in Chiba. And let's see. Da, 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 do you, do you have, do you have many week. Japanese listeners? Oh, Olympic judo gold medalist arrested on suspicion of raping teenage girl. Nice. Oh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> Do you have many Japanese listeners to the show, or is it mostly Americans? Um, I think, like, for our show, like, we we have um listeners all over the world and stuff. We did that, uh, that what's it called, the uh, thing where it shows, like, where all our listeners are? Yeah, like analytics or something, yeah. Yeah, that's right, analytics. And most of our listeners are in Japan, England, America, Australia, and then those are the top ones. Then after that, we get like Saudi Arabia. Yeah, stuff. it's weird, dude. I have like I have like thirteen listeners in Macedonia. I don't even know where the fuck that is, but thank you for listening. Like, yeah, yeah, it gets down. I think it's a suburb of Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that what that is. Oh man, good shit, dude. So hey, it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. What what like what is your day lie in store for you now? It's a Saturday morning in Japan. You're drinking already. What are you drinking? Sake. Uh, I'm drinking shochu right now. Right on. What shochu for people who don't know, like myself? I've never... It's like a soy booze, right? Or no? No, no, no. Shochu is kind of like... It's like a... It's kind of like a spirit. It's kind of like a... It's like... Cause, all right. Because I've had beer. I've had beer brewed in shochu barrels. That's the thing I've had. Oh, that's awesome. Like Jack... That, that, that company... Dude, Google search that company, Hitachino. They make a beer called XH, and it's brewed in shochu barrel, uh, barrels, and it's fucking amazing. Oh, man. I might just go there now. Yeah, yeah. But for, for my day today, I'm just going to paint, man. Like, pretty much, like, I'm a painter, so. That's cool. So you just hang out. Do you have a studio at your apartment or whatever? Or do you got, like, a place you go to paint? No, I got a studio here, and then I have a gallery that I work at and stuff sometimes on the west side of Tokyo. And every three months and stuff, we have a show there. And our next show, actually, you love our show. It's called Toys, where we're pretty much, we're getting, like, all these toys together, like, Japanese toys. And we're fucking painting them and, like, reshaping them. We're oh, that's painting. badass, dude. Like, oh, like dude. fucking, like, like tie, tie dye Ultramans and shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, not. Don't steal tie-dye, my idea. Yeah, yeah. Don't Actually, steal my no. idea. Don't, you're not allowed to use Ultraman now. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'll use Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> all right. That works. Um, that's cool, man. So you're just going to paint, hang out. Like, if you want, how, like, I'm just curious what day to day life is like. You go to the supermarket, you go fucking, you, you go to the po, like, what's it like? Do you know? Okay, um, okay, well, what I did yesterday was I woke up, I painted, after that, I went over to, uh, Sean's house, did the show, we drank there, came to my house, I watched, uh, I watched a couple of movies, and fucking hung out, 
if I'm working and stuff, I'll like sleep for a lot of the day, then I'll paint, then I'll go to my bar and I'll work there from eight o'clock to three o'clock. But my bar is pretty cool. We always have shows. Oh, we got this one show tonight and shit called Paint on Teeth, dude. We're like the, You're the paint last- on people's teeth. Dude, it's way more hardcore than that. It's like these <laughs> Japanese people. Like this you're gonna, one girl got- you're gonna break people's teeth out and then paint on them. No, no, it's even more hardcore than that. Uh oh, I'm like, out of like, hardcores. Uh, dude. Well, I don't know. It, it's pretty fucking wild. Dude. What do you it's guys like do? Underground of underground. Well, I don't do anything. I work at the bar. Okay, so what are they gonna? Stage, what are they gonna do? Yeah, yeah. They have like this really like bizarre fashion show where they wear like like really weird, sexy outfits and shit. Like like like. Like with their tits hanging out and their asses showing and stuff like that and throwing like weird things to the crowd and stuff. And then another time, this one guy, he wore a horse's head and he had a <laughs> dildo and he was sodomizing this girl as she was singing and stuff on the stage and shit. Nice. And I can smoke pot there. What the fuck, Japan? Get your I shit know, together. Right? Get I your know, shit but, together. But Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, I will try that out. Take that. Johnny, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, uh, Pretty much like, I mean, to find me and stuff, just go to my website. Check my out, website. okay. You got your art, art and stuff on there too, in case they want to check out your art? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's badass. The, the Spilt Inc. T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K dot com. So that's where like all my art is and stuff, and you can get in touch with me through there. And also my podcast again is gotfittedjapan.com. Badass, dude. Hey, I want to thank you for joining me from fucking halfway across the world a day in the future, man. This was a lot of fun, bro. You oh, made, dude, hell yeah. I you made it. me more excited to go to Japan, and it's just because of the concept of spice. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. I'll show you all the spice parlors, man. <laughs> it's going to be like Dune up in this piece. Johnny, thank you so much, brother. We'll catch you next time, all right? Thank you, sir. All right. And thank you, Johnny. That was a lot of fun. And uh now that I know about this whole spice revolution, I'm, I'm booking my tickets to Tokyo as we speak. Uh I hope you folks got to learn a little bit about uh what things are like over in Japan land. And, uh, maybe, maybe you want to take a trip there too, or, uh, just, just learn a little bit more about the culture. Who knows, guys? I'm trying to, try, it's edutainment today. Um, but big up to Johnny and, uh, check out his podcast. Um, if you get a chance, uh, not even if you get a chance, just check it out. Don't be an asshole. He fucking did it for you guys. Um, that's about it, folks. Next week, uh, we're gonna switch up the format again, and we're gonna go to a Brave and the Bold episode, I believe. Maybe a Dream Jobs. Who knows? Uh, it's, if I, if I pot it, they will come, right? Isn't that right? It's not right? Oh, okay. I'll just keep talking anyway, then, apparently. I don't, it doesn't matter if anyone's listening. It's not like I have anything else to do. Um, what did we learn today about Japan, folks? Well, we learned the following. Perversion, totally legal. Pot, totally illegal. And that's pretty much all we learned. So, go to Japan. I'm Matt Cohen. It's been bagged and boarded. It's been real. What? Bagged and boarded. Sneak attack up in your back. What? Matt Cohen here, folks. Thanks for uh, listening again to a fun episode of Bagged and Boarded. Big ups to Johnny from Japan. If you want to check him out, head to thespiltink.com. Check out his artwork, his music, all kinds of fun stuff. Links to his podcast on there as well. For more of me and uh, my style of fun, check me out on Twitter, Cameltoad, C-A-M-E-L-T-O-A-D. Head over to cameltoadproductions.com. It's a new year. New stuff on the website every day. Oh, we back. Uh, check out Smidnight on the Smodcast Network live Saturday nights. 
Please support all the other Smod pods, uh, including Team Jack and more stories, of which I'm a part of. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you break it, you buy it. We'll see you next time. Jesse watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies, bet and board it, it's a way in life, tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your hoe, tell your wife, coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pod for your sexy faces, these are two free kids you want to bone, in the secret podcast bunker all alone, on the internet, we're doing Find more funny shit like this at smodcast.com.